She, she, she make my electro kick off right. <laughs>
jiving with that cosmic debris. snatched it all away from him and I showed him how to do it right. I wrapped the newspaper around my head so I looked like I was beat. I played some mumble-tumble dance. I told him he was going to sleep. I robbed his rings and rocket rocks and everything else I found. I had that sucker hypnotized. He couldn't even of meat has just gone up and your old lady has just gone down. Now is that a real poncho or is that a Sears poncho? Don't you know you could make more money as a butcher so don't you waste your time on Good work. 
turn this up a little bit. Okay, I gotta be real quiet because it's um well it's the exact right <laughs> but it's like super late. Um, and I'm doing the show. You know, I just it just uh sometimes I just get the uh you know when 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 it's striking, man, I gotta go. I gotta go in and 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 make it happen, right? So that's what I'm doing. So this is uh Bug House Square. And it's Mutiny Radio on the corner of 21st and Florida on the beautiful mission where it's always flat and sometimes sunny. But things are very calm there now. Um, I'm not uh, going in. Uh, thank you, Pam, for downloading these. Um, I'm just laying low. I mean, I'm working, but uh, I'm laying low for a little while. Um, but I'll be back in, and, and I miss it. I miss it uh, terribly. Um now I'm doing the show here. It's uh, it's different. I was trying to <laughs> this with the, the whole technical thing. Uh, it's but I hope uh, it's uh, after Thanksgiving. It's like it's still Thanksgiving weekend, and uh, it was you know it was nice. It was quiet. There's something to be said about just uh, um, the stripped down thing, you know. And then I, I know family's great and all, <laughs> but I don't know. It's just. Uh, it was just very peaceful. It was very, there was like very little stress. It was nice. I hope you all uh, had a good week and, um, you know, uh, found some things to be thankful for, you know, hopefully. Um, I've got tons and, um, yeah, things that you got to be thankful for. Even if you work hard for something, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you still got to, still gotta be thankful i mean right um so i'm gonna grab these records and uh we're gonna go right into the second set quick although i do have a couple of contributors so um there's a segment that we do here called lies from the basement because it's no lie in the basement we're miles apart no surprise no lies in the basement and um i'm gonna tell you about what it is but first i want to tell you about what we're gonna listen to that w- that last one's uh, Pink Floyd from the metal record. Um, one of these days, I'm going to cut you into little pieces, and uh, preceded by uh, 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 Elvis Costello and the Attractions doing um, uh, "What's So Funny About Peace, Love, and Understanding." Hold on. Oh no, <laughs> it, I I thought I had it written down somewhere. Uh, before that, <coughs> uh, Frank Zappa from the Apostrophe record, uh, Cosmic Debris. We had, uh, <laughs> we played, I played uh, um, Muddy Waters from the Mississippi Muddy Live. And uh, and I, I, I'm sure I've told this story before, but it was probably a long time ago. And if you dig the show, you can always listen to the archives. I got, you know, there's years of shows up there, so. Um, but uh, this I, this particular record I had <laughs> was like my first, uh, yeah, it wasn't my first, but one of my f- earliest jobs on a payroll when I sold shoes and we were, um, the, the manager was, was cool. Uh, uh, he was cool. <laughs> he was cool enough. He was like a square dude, but he was cool. Um, he was a good manager. Um, but we hotwired the uh, 
sound system with a turntable and uh, we could bring in records and play records so that was like selling shoes there's a lot of downtime in a mall when you're selling shoes but I just and this was one of the records I had there and it, it was such a shitty turntable <laughs> it just uh, this record just wrote like it's gone through a lot so that was uh, Streamline Woman I think we played off that that's a great record before that, Ohio Players, uh, Love Roller Coaster, and then Steely Dan from the Royal Scan, Scan, <laughs> Royal Scan. I've been royally scanned a couple of times. Um, that was uh, um, Don't Take Me Alive, Peace Frog from The Doors, Morrison Hotel. That's a that's a snappy number. Uh, before that, Three Johns. Doing uh, Lucy in the Falling Rain. Talking Heads from their first record, Pulled Up. Uh, Velvet Underground, we did uh, Beginning to See the Light. That's off the, uh, I think that's their second record. Uh, Roxy Music, we did uh, Love is the Drug. And before that was Sade. Sade? I don't know how you say it. Um, smooth Operator, that Neil Young, uh, Side One, Cut One from the Harvest record, uh, Weekend, Out on the Weekend. And uh, we opened up with Flock of Seagulls. I ran. Um, hold on, I gotta shut these down. And then uh, I have to, uh, oh, I have to plug these in. So I've been uh, thinking about mixing boards, but I don't know. That's that's the one pain in the ass. I have limited in inputs to this thing. So I won't uh, bore you with the details, but um, there they are. So this is uh, this is Ralph Burroughs. I'm gonna go back to his original um, thing. Uh, where he's from? He's uh, out of D.C. Trumpetist. Trump. Trump. <laughs> trumpetist. Trumpetist, uh, trump trumpeter, uh, multi instrumentalist, composer. Okay, all right, Ralph. Let's see if we got what it takes. This is the calls. What this is. So if you dig this, look for Ralph Burroughs. Um, this is from his work in all directions collection on SoundCloud. This song is called "The Calls." Catching that, it has. Uh, Accepted my request, and um, is it prompting me? I don't know if I played this again. I don't know. Let me touch this again. Hold on, hold on. I'm going. Let's see if we can do this. I want to. this again I'm sorry Ralph but I think I may have played that song last show and I'm not sure I, I and I apologize for not um, uh, remembering exactly um, I'm sorry I'm just going through this uh, oh here we go we're gonna do uh, this is called intent uh, this is Ralph Burroughs with two R's <laughs> and uh, 
thinking about it. Here we go. Yesterday don't matter if it's gone While the sun is bright Or in the darkest night No one knows She comes and so free she'll tell you it's the only way to be she just can't be changed to a life where nothing's gained and nothing's lost at such a
That's the Rolling Stones doing uh, Ruby Tuesday. Um, great story about that record. <laughs> That's a real story that one. Uh, back to the basement. Um, uh, let's see. I'm going to go. This is um, uh, Filth from the Front, if you dig this. Uh, that's, this re- that's the record. It's by uh, Full Grown Min. Uh, full Grown M-I-N, Min. This song I'm going to play is called Lions. If you dig it, look for them on Bandcamp. Um, I'm switching that. This one, this I guess it's just that thing. There it goes. Pause button has received my request.
Jesus, P- uh, Peter Gabriel. Um, Simon. Uh, yeah, I forget. Um, <coughs> I'm going back to the basement. This is Nicholas Edwin. So N I C H O L A S E D W Y N. The song's called Brown Paint. It's a dance number. Goes like this. Uh, the pause button is there. Back and the linear progression.
change it all if her hair was still red. Her folks, they said our lives together sure was gonna be rough. They never did like mama's homemade dress. Papa's bankbook wasn't big enough. And I was standing on the side of the road, rain falling on my shoes. Heading out for the East Coast, Lord knows I paid some dues getting through. Tangled up in blue.
Thanks for doing what you got to do to do today, uh, the day, and uh, uh, try and be, uh, you know, I try, I, you know, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm going to, uh, that, that's what I mean. I'm going to try to be as a decent person as I can. Um, I'm going to try to be respectful as I can. Uh, I'm going to try to be as accommodating and uh, inquisitive tolerant as I can. There are limits. See you next week.
Welcome to LWAFLMOYT. It's an acronym. Our show is called Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi. Give me an L. Give me a W. L. What is that? W. L. Give me an F. A. L. F. Give me an L. L. O. So actually, we're just going to watch a movie on YouTube. We want you to listen to the podcast and watch the movie at the same time. And if this really floats your boat, we would love it for you to subscribe to our podcast. Our name is L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Carl, give me an L. L. Give me a W. Give me a W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Oh, damn it. That's the second time. Didn't I tell you the rules? I have to start all over. Listen, the rules of the multiple is that the first time it's all right, anyway, so what we were going to do is that you're going to listen to the podcast and watch the movie on YouTube. Carl, what's the movie today? Today we are watching The Jerk 2. It is The Jerk, comma, T-O-O, 1984, in parentheses. We like... Oh, I never... Yeah. We like the publisher Deranged Visions. If you search for The Jerk, comma, T-O-O, you will find Nightmare Matinee, The Jerk 2, 1984, Publisher Deranged Visions, or or channel, I should say. Well, that channel is terrific. This guy really loves movies, and uh, I do see a couple of YouTube channels where not only do they put as many movies as possible, but they kind of make them a matinee because they'll show, you know, they'll post in a certain time. Uh-huh. So this guy, if you have a couple of minutes, check out his uh, the videos on his channel. They're fantastic. Uh, you know what? I'm going to subscribe right now. Click. Wow. It's a loud mouth, huh? Yeah. Well, I'll say, hey, Carl, all right, well, ladies and gentlemen, we want you to uh, go ahead and click the link of Nightmare Matinee, The Jerk 2, 1984, from our dear friends, Deranged Visions. Hit pause. Once you get to it, move that slider to the left so you're at zero, zero, zero. We also want you to subscribe to our Twitter feed, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Hello, and done. Join us on Facebook at Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. <laughs> and uh, that's, I think that's all the promo I got. We Oh, I should mention, if you don't have the patience to wait for this to drop every Sunday afternoon and evening on uh, your podcast feed, listen to it first. This show streams first on MutinyRadio.fm, thanks to the greatest station manager yes. in the world, Sam Gen- uh, Benjamin. Yeah. And we want you to... Before we start the movie, this is our only ad. Go to Venmo and donate money to Meet Me Radio at Meet Me Radio. Okay, so uh, normally uh, I'm actually very excited to bring up uh, a gentleman who will count down. Uh, yeah, Countdown King himself, the maestro of descending numerals. When it comes to multiples of three, he is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Paul Brumbaugh, host of the show before us. Paul's not here right now, but will you please welcome in his place the Paul Brumbach. All right, so let's get this it's started. I am I am ready. It was a live show. We're very excited to have Paul here as our countdown gentleman. Let's get ready to Brumbach. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to Brumbach. Okay, so let's get ready to Brumbach. And now, what you've all been waiting for, Master of the Descending Numerals. The Countdown King himself. 
Would you please welcome Mr. Paul Brumbaugh? All right, guys, you know the drill. Put that finger right over that triangle and do it in three, two, one, go. Very excited. Wow, it just go, kicks right off into the credits. Because it's TV. It was the old TV. I know. I saw this in 84. This is kind of a special thing. Look at all the stars. Ray Winston, that weird kooky guy. <laughs> now, doesn't he look like the guy, our friend from the Annihilators, Bud the Chud? Yeah, he does look like Bud the Chud a bit. But Like if Marty Feldman yeah. and Bud the Chud had a baby. I saw Bud the Chud on the TV pilot for the television version of Blazing Saddles that came out in 1974. Garrett, whatever his name is. So he's been he's been no stranger on television. This was a weird thing. This is one. I I don't really see this happen that as much, even though we live in a streaming world where movies become TV series. Yes. This is a direct sequel that premiered on television. Right. It's not really a sequel. It's like a reworking of the jerk. It's like a different story. And it was executive produced by Steve Martin. Well, what does that mean? It means he was looking to make a TV, you know, just make some money off of a concept. He didn't have to do anything, you know. And I just want to say that the, the song, you know, the theme song, Who's that guy who wrote yeah. Short People Got No Reason? Oh. Yeah. My dad, Randy Spiegelman. He was big for a short time, and what they were trying to do is bite off that fame by making a song that really sounds like he wrote it. Oh, come on. There must have been another L.A. white guy like Randy Newman. I love L.A. We love it. You're, I'm, I'm being ironic. Don't take it at face value. <laughs> Now, this is Naven Johnson, just like the original movie, and he is so dumb, he'll believe anything. And that's what these kids outside the window are saying. They had He was collecting eggs and thanking each chicken individually, and they did a painted softball. And he's like, you won't believe uh, the egg that just came out of here. And they, they put it, you know. Now they're spinning a story about the bull this horrible bull, and how he has nasal congestion, and would you please go blow his nose? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I'm only laughing because I fell for that once, you know, and I was in Newark, which is the worst part. Now, what was I even thinking? about this movie is that he would be so dumb. Now, Steve Martin, he pulled it off. Yeah. But this guy is just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Why do you think Steve Martin pulled it off in The Jerk? He pulled it. He pulled a lot in The Jerk, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> jerk off. Uh, he was what? believable as what a dummy, you, you know. Um, what's a good example? Like, the butler comes and says, there are people from charities here. And he's like, no, send them away. There's many people much more deserving than me. And he goes, no, yeah. sir, they want you to give money. And Steve Martin, like, he thinks about it. He goes, oh, okay. Like, it's believable he's that dumb. This guy doesn't pull it off like Steve did. Gotcha. Also, Steve didn't hang out with children. The Nathan that I know from the theater would not be friend children. 
Well, there was that one child Bernadette Peters was uh, being the babysitter for. Right, I guess so. Okay, so what? Okay, this guy is Harold, his brother, and we know him from Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, right, Lamar. Yeah, um, Chalk Cinema, which we saw in the movie Grindhouse, was one of the uh, movie uh, magazines at the at the Big Red or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a great interview with him, and he talked about all of his uh, uh, films. Hero is not a, a hero is another word for sandwich or uh-huh. or something like that. Space. I was interesting. It's the Karate Kid. Yeah. His name's Larry so, Eastman, 19- and he really is only here in the beginning. Well, he was making he was making some some stardom with Revenge of the Nerds back then, right? Yeah. I mean, that was eighty-three. Now, what we learned with the bull is that Naven is very good with animals. Like, hostile animals will not attack him. That's what we learned, and that'll play out throughout the movie. Now we're going to learn that he's really good at cards, shuffling them and... like like uh, Steve Martin. He was like... um, there's one card missing from the deck. He goes, well, what card is it? And he flips through them and he goes, Ace of Diamonds, and his father produces it. Ah. That's pretty good. You think these are stunt hands? Yes, I definitely think these are stunt hands. Look at that shuffling. All right, the queen's in that pile. Fuck. <laughs> you know, the, the trick to three-card Monty is that you're eventually going to win. You just keep losing, and then you, you you know you let it ride, oh. and then eventually you'll pick the queen. Yeah. That is sound advice. Here, allow, me, allow me to demonstrate. Now there was a guy on Mister Rogers' neighborhood who was Mister McFeely, the delivery person, and this guy's trying to be Mister McFeely. Right. He's even, you know, putting on his affect and everything. Right. Well, Pepper's Farm remembers. (laughs) Exactly. Now, he just kissed him on the cheek, by the way. He was waiting for a letter from his pen pal. Now, he's been pen pals with this girl since the sixth grade. She's out in California. This is too much plot. Already, this movie is just, like, firing at full cylinders. Yes. You know, one, one, one thing about the jerk is that it, it does it does walk a very thin line between just outrageous and offensive. And, you know, the opening family bit, I don't think – it's not a question that it can't be done today. I don't think anyone could pull it off. Like, they, they pulled it off, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, so it's worth to see – yeah. There's talented actors out there that could be – like, uh, remember that guy we like who was – um. Corey something pet detective. No, that wasn't it. Oh, uh, yeah. Jim Carrey? Love no, him. Um, Not as much. Jim Carrey could have pulled it off in his, uh, when he started. Um, yeah. But uh, there, there's actors out there that could do it. This guy cannot do it. This guy was famous for being on Fridays, if you remember that show. Mm-hmm. Yes, which, by the way, if you are a streaming Meister, you can watch it. You can get Tubi, T-U-B-I, and you can, or Pluto. I think it's one, Tubi or Pluto. Uh-huh. They have the complete season of Fridays, and I watched them on a great episode. 
So, as you know, Fridays was a ripoff of Saturday Night Live, and it had Larry, That's true. David, That's fair. and you had Michael Richards, and it was a Los Angeles version. So they aired it live at 8.30 p.m. Los Angeles time, mm-hmm. and us little kids in the East Coast saw it live at 11.30. I, Andy Kaufman showed up, and he broke character, and he got angry, and he got into a fight with Michael Richards on the stage, and uh, they were, no one was informed that he was going to do it. And it was a big deal, and it's in the movie Man on the Moon. But what is very little known is that Andy Kaufman returned to Fridays and on the opening of the third season, which is available on TV. I keep bringing this up because The Jerk 2 was on it, and The oh. Jerk 2 played a a druggist, a, a pharmacist right. who's kind of popping pills. Yeah, and he's screaming, he's yelling at the Space Invaders machine, and he's like, you know, Michael Richards shows up in drag, and he's going nuts. It ends. There's a commercial break, and Andy Kaufman comes out to present the musical guest, The Pretenders. Uh-huh. And he goes, uh, before I bring him up, I just want to talk about that last sketch. Uh, drugs are bad. They're a crutch. You know, they numb the pain. And he proceeds to talk about drugs, uh, the dangers of drugs, and how that sketch was wrong so long that they had they never got to The Pretenders. They had to cut to a commercial. Oh, boy, that Andy Kaufman. Somebody yells. He goes, someone goes, rock and roll. He goes, yeah, I know. It's entertainment, but I just want to be clear. That, you know, drugs are not good. So, yeah, Andy Kaufman. And then the pretenders. So my brother and I saw that back in 1980 or whenever it aired. And uh, we thought it was the police, to be honest with you. But uh, we were shocked. And no one really brings up that stunt he did. I watched the rest of the episode, and the pretenders show up and perform four times. So don't worry about the pretenders. And Andy Kaufman, that was about it. You know, he he pretended he was married, he was born again, and he married a, a gospel singer, and they sang a song together. But yeah, that guy was the dr- the pharmacist. Oh, so they're reenacting the racist parts in uh, the jerk one right now. Okay, so that's really interesting. You say that you call it racist, but I don't know. I think he was trying to make a joke, like I was born a poor black child. Obviously, he wasn't. He's right. a white person. So that's the joke. I'm not so, sure why it's racist. Right. But well, no, that's the thing. The, the reason why I think it's so good is that he, he commits to the joke. You know, he actually, you know, the joke is, is in front of us. And that whole speech that the father gives about the difference between shit and granola, yeah. and then he steps in the shit is classic. Yeah. And that's really fun. And then. Yeah. It's just believable. You know, if Na- if our Naven here had done it, um, his name's Mark, by the way. He would have exaggeratedly stepped in the poop. You know what I mean? Like, and they wouldn't show it on TV, or they make a sound effect. What's really TV. weird about race in this movie? They don't say it directly. He never says, "I was born a poor black child." Later in the script, he's going to show a picture of his family. He's going to get kicked out of a place for it, but they never talk about why. Interesting. Well, it's. TV, I guess. Yeah. They really, they probably brought it up just because it was in the movie. But now his name is Mark Blankfield, um, and he was in the Incredible Shrinking Woman. You know that one. Um, yeah, I like that one. Really. He was in Robin Hood, Men in Tights, but who wasn't? Um, and you know how he was on Fridays. Yes, uh, that's probably where I knew him from. Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, 
Dracula dead and loving it. I mean, he did his stint. You know, he had his fame, but it pretty much went away in the 80s. He did go on to be unlike. He made an appearance in Night Court uh, on the Jamie Foxx show. He made an appearance on Saved by the Bell. Uh, he was on in Arrested Development, which is about the coolest thing. Um, yeah, I'm I'm rewatching it. Yeah. So, so I'll, I'll, I'll keep a lookout. We missed. Uh, okay, let's see. What's her name? It's gosh, we missed a famous actress. Um, who who was in Bullworth? Who was in? That's eh, too late. She's passed now. But uh... oh, I'm sorry to hear my condolences. <laughs> she did die. She died in 2001. Her name's Helen Martin, and she's known for Repo Man in '84 and Death Wish in '74, oh. and she was in House Party Two, and she was in Doctor Hollywood. She's just always like the older um, <laughs> grandma type black lady. Uh, she's pretty much a stereotype, but but I like her. She's she's um she always plays yeah. her role well. By the way, this turkey leg never acted again. This yeah. is it. It got eaten that day. Okay, so <laughs> the big comedic point here is Naven wants to know which track will take him to L.A. And so when he finds out, he starts walking the track. Ah. Uh, ha ha ha. See, the thing is, you see how he does it all happy, and I'm proud, and I'm walking. Steve Martin would do it like, like, well, I finally found the track. I don't know. It's believable. <clears throat> all right, now we're hearing a bunch of music played by some hobos, and Naven will be curious about that and go over and try to listen to the music. Hobo to go. Yeah. I bring it to well, Ray Oh yes, Ray Walston, who's a who's a who was, a, a, a part of this show from Kiss Me Stupid. Remember Dean Martin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was terrific in that. I, I was just trying to think good. of one movie like Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Was that around '84 when this came out? Um, he was in Fast Times in Ridgemont High. Let them go. Nathan's rocking. It's not jumping out at me what year that was. Here it is, 1982. And he was on seven episodes yeah. of Fast Times, the TV series. Mr. Hand. Yeah, right. We also know him from this show from O.C. and Stiggs. Yeah, that's right. He's good in O.C. and Stiggs. And he's our Star Trek connector. Yeah. Okay. okay, I'm going to play the audio because yeah, this is a funny gag, okay? Okay, I'm all ears. He goes, what you got in the basket? And so Naven starts listing all the food, and they start eating it. And he goes, that's my mom's bit, was my mom's biscuits. Ah, he's still listing them, huh? Yeah. Wow. Here this we go, here's a joke. went straight to the bedroom. Oh, that's a uh, fish tape pie, fried chicken. Uh, that was my surprise. 
See, he never like gets mad or hey, that's mine. He always rolls with it. Right. Now, I thought this guy on the right was Lamont from Sanford and Son, but it's not. No. Any more food in there? But no, but now but now they're like, what do you got in the um briefcase? And he just lists like clothes and stuff, but then he says cards. He goes, We play, you know, do you guys play cards? He goes, Oh, we've been known to play, but we play for money. And uh, he goes, I got money because his father gave him money. He's so stupid. But he's winning. He's winning every hand. I don't remember that in the first one. He never really gambled. That's right. This one, it's like Rain Man. Yeah. Oh, but look, he's giving the money back. Well, he goes, we can't play no more. We got no more money. He goes, whoa, that's because I got all the money. Here you go. My favorite is when you play cards with someone who just does not want to play. And they, like, burn through their money. And they're like, okay, I'm done. And they get on their phone. They're like, no, come join us. We're going to turn the table. No, done. Come on, here, I'll throw you five bucks. Here, I got you five bucks of chips. I'll stick uh-uh. with <laughs> Yeah. I like the guys who lose their money and then keep playing. They're, they're the best. <laughs> they start taking the rings off. Yeah, I've done that a couple of times. It's like uh, the problem of being in the 21st century is you don't have a watch on your wrist, so you can't be like, "All right, yeah, I'm gonna hop right. the watch." You got to leave your Go daughter to the at the marker. Yeah, right. You show up with like old timey things, like a wristwatch and like a, a glass case. You'd be like, "Okay, I'll, I'll throw in my glass case." Okay, Uh-oh. suddenly they hear the train coming, and they're like, it's the special, it's early. So they're all scrambling. So he's like, come on, kid, you want to go see your pen pal in Los Angeles? I didn't really set that up because uh, you said, oh, my God, plot, right? So let me just give you that plot. Yeah. The pen no, no, pal said she, she, the surprise news that she was getting married, um, and she invited Naven to the wedding. And so that's what this is about. He's trying to go see Marie in Los Angeles. Her name's Marie Van Buren, and she's a woman of wealth, you know, wealthy family.